inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. Radio Western. Good morning. Hello. Hello, there you are. Can you hear me in your headphones? Because I have no, th- no sound in my headphones today. I can. Um, I'm not sure if there's a spare pair anywhere in the studio. But if I can but, hear you, um, you're on? Yes, I'm on. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is Outlook on a Monday morning, the final, well, the second last day of 2019, final Monday in December. Yes, we uh, weren't here last week. We played, replayed part one of our CFB convention episode. We did a two-part uh, episode. We did back in, well, I guess the end of May, beginning of June. And yeah, we re-aired part one last Monday, taking a little break for Christmas. But we're happy to be back for one more show in 2019 before ringing in the new year. Yeah, we thought we'd squeeze one in. Uh, it's quiet here today, so we are um, here with a guest. Well, he's not. We're not interviewing you. We've, you've been on the show before, but uh, I don't know if you want to say hi. Hello. I can't hear anything through. I hear you. Headphones. Oh, that's better. You right? might have yeah. got turned down. Oh well, I can. <laughs> anyway, hear... prior host who was on the air, Kim, uh, just uh, got me some new headphones. Thank you oh, for that. Thanks. And yeah, it's sound, sounding great right now. So you. music is the medicine. That's I hear you, good... Carrie. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I don't hear you, Carrie, but I hear you, Brian, loud and clear. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, he's well, visiting. We're anyway. celebrating Christmas to get, um, just going out for lunch after. So he's joining oh, us. You're just okay. Perfect. All right. Yeah, thanks. We've, no we've sorted all the technical issues a minute in. We're. We're ready to roll here, so I'm, I'm the mystery guest. I don't know. Oh yeah, so <laughs> no, you he, Stephen Potter has been on our show before. Um, yeah, that was near the end of last year, right, Steve? Mm. November the twenty sixth, so right, twenty eighteen. Yeah, as we mentioned on the episode when Steve was on, he is very, very good at remembering dates, uh, certain skill. Yeah, and, I forgot to look up the name. There's yeah. a, there's a word there's a name for that when you have that good of memory. Uh, Photogenic? No, photographic. Yeah, that's something it. Like that. Something like that, yeah. So that's pretty amazing that you can remember the exact date from Photograph. last year. But it's like good good that you're back. If anyone wants to know a little bit more about Steve, go back in the archives and look that up. It's on our SoundCloud. There's also a podcast. SoundCloud.com slash catchuponpancakes is our podcast and um, Outlook page where yeah. we post our podcast, which we have called Catch Up on Pancakes, which we haven't been doing as frequently right uh, lately because we've been doing this amazing show here at Radio Western. Oh, yeah. All my energy's going to this. So. But we do have that online as well as the Outlook. So, yeah, if you want to learn a bit more about Steve, we do a good, solid interview with him on that previous show from last year. But today we're just going to do a wrap but We're not up. talking about interviews in 2018. Sorry, Steve. No. Yeah, you don't even get a mention in that, in that wrap-up we're going to do. As I say on do. Dragon's Den, I'm out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back... And yeah, we gave him a uh, we gave him a mic. Yeah, so. I've got a microphone. Yeah, it's so. on us. Yeah, I can chime in. I don't know. <laughs> Just don't put me on the spot. We uh, won't. We okay, won't. awesome. You have the floor. Well, it is our Thank show. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for giving us permission to have the floor on our own show. So. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah and happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Hope everybody had a quiet, I mean, 
loud can yeah, be fun, but generally quiet is better. Um, you know, family time and. It's a bit of both. We had a big family celebration in the last three days. We always do ours after Christmas due to our family. You know, it's tough with getting everyone together. So we do have a nice solid three days. So it was a very busy few days we just had. And yeah, it's kind of nice and relaxed today being back on the air. Yeah, I was saying um, there was some... There were some uh, gifts we gave. I mean, a lot of gifts are given out to our nieces and nephews, but uh, a couple of them had some Braille incorporated, so that was good. Yeah, tying into our disability-themed show. If, if anyone here is listening, tuned in time. right now for the first time, the theme sums it up, but we talk about advocacy, equality, and accessibility. And that is due in part to certain things like the, the Braille Uno that, Carrie, you found, you you purchased this through the National Federation of the Blind, which is the... Um, the same group that we're part of were in the Canadian version, but it's the same. Yeah, so I mean, you can, you've you've been able to get Braille Uno cards for 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 a long time online, um, but now they're they they were in Target stores. It's a, a partnership between them and and the NFB, and you but you had to be in the U.S. to get them um, in store because we don't have Target here, obviously. So I went uh, to the U.S. back in October and I snagged it. So you packs. just purchased this from a regular store. You didn't go to some special no. organization or something. No. So that right there shows in how inclusive that is, that you could go to any regular store that anyone else would go to and pick up a Braille, uh, the game of Uno, which anyone would play, but this one has Braille on it as well as the colors and um, so that people who are sighted and, and blind can play at the same time, um, which was an amazing gift. You got, you got two sets, one for our both... Uh, Families. Yeah, we have two nieces and two nephews in, in separate families, so um, you got one for each. And we did play yesterday with our niece mm-hmm. and our mom. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I, we- I can't believe how competitive her mom got. She got into it. Speaking of mom, <laughs> awesome. if we're talking about a wrap-up, she was our big episode from this year. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go through a list of all of the guests. This year, There's it's crazy when you look at everything all over. Well, everybody's um, doing that right now, right? With the new year, you're you're looking back at the last 12 months. You're looking ahead at the next 12. Um, so, yeah. So, I gathered together all the guests, and I did forget our niece and nephew because I'm terrible. <laughs> Speaking of that, it's Sophia's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Soph. I'm sure you're listening. No, you're probably enjoying your sleepover. But um, She can tune in later. Yeah. Sometimes her father listens, which we appreciate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, that gift in itself, the, the Braille Uno, was, cool, was, yeah. was amazing. And like you say, it makes it so inclusive that we can all just sit down, well, whether you're blind or not, see, and play. We mentioned before that years ago our mother got a – we got Monopoly for Christmas, and our mom is very handy, and she took some sticky Braille labels, and so at least we could f- move the pieces on the board and know where, where each square was. Um, but this time, you know, not <laughs> – this game didn't have it. Our our, our um, niece and nephew got it. For, uh, their family got it for Christmas, Monopoly. And we played it again. I played after about 10 years. And something like Monopoly, there, um, well, there's there's various versions. You can get a, a, a tactile version, which I actually, we played at Steve's once. Or yeah, he Steve, has do one. you have it still? I don't know if he still has it. I thought it was at your house. We had we, we had one, but I'm saying you guys had like a real one, like with the really? pr- plastic overlay <laughs> wow, on it. Wow, it's one, something Steve That's, doesn't remember. If Well, we have like... I know we had the Rummy Cube. Well, Steve, and then we have the backgammon game, but I don't remember if Steve's not a big Monopoly pro- player. Probably Steve's not a big game player. <sighs> what did we, I don't know. Maybe we did. <laughs> we did because I remember sitting in your, your basement, room. unless you were just borrowing it or something. But it was an officially done Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Whereas the 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 really? Braille one that we had, our mom 
Um, <laughs> she didn't finish it. Referring back to back to her and but it's, the hit it that she was on no, the Mother's no, Day episode. No, I'm have to go, go home and check, Steve. Bank and yeah, go back to your memory bank. Um, so yeah, we. Uh, we had the one at home that was sort of half done that was still very helpful. It at but, least had all the squares, lines of the right. squares. Board. But this one, they got, our niece and nephew got for Christmas, and they brought it with them. And it wasn't it wasn't labeled, obviously, at all. It was from the store. And and compared to cards, it's a little different. Like, to get a set of Braille cards that everyone can play is one thing, but to get that a game that's totally made accessible, like as complex as Monopoly. Every Monopoly game from now on has to be tactile. Yeah, it's a little more of an ask, I think. Than no, a deck of cards. See, that's, but we, that's how we make it work in life, right? This is yeah, you have you to compromise, and it's come not come across this all the time. Like that Geo Globe I had. Remember we, well, how many hours we spent passing that around? My, well, that was talk. Room. That was a talking game. That was a talking game. The yeah. trick is to yeah. find games like that 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 are very that are accessible out of the box that are made oh, yeah. like that for all the kids. All inclusive, yeah. Because yeah. so. I don't know how many years we just pass it around. The, yeah, play that game. It's a trivia oh, like, game with uh, just on a big globe. It was yeah. kind of neat. I would cheat. Push the help button. Look in this place. <laughs> well, you're a cheater. Um, but anyway, we played Monopoly that. and it was fun. You're a cheetah. <laughs> Got that right. Oh my goodness. You cheetah. All right, so let's... But yeah, we played Monopoly and I kicked everybody's butts and won. I was over $7,000. Yeah, and then Carrie won one of the Uno games too, so... Oh yeah, I did. She's a winner. I'm a winner. Which everyone who listens to this show will know. Based on all of the stuff she does, all these... Amazing events she went to this year. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about that. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> I think I, the one I didn't write down though, if we want to start in January, is that I um, so starting in January 2019, I became um, a member of my my town's accessibility committee. Um, so that was and that's in Woodstock, Ontario. Yeah, that's in Woodstock. Where from. So that was a new experience for me to be on a, a board like that. Um, in you know, in sort of in in government, not officially, but. Um, to see how things work, you know, the, the meetings are at City Hall and everything. and So that was a learning curve for me to just to work with a team and get to know them and then, you know, see the kind of issues you you deal with in one of those situations. So it's new to me. So that was January. Yeah, so there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you did this year that you went to. You did some stuff. Um, Brian does stuff. I do, I do stuff. You went to the New York Travel Conference. Yeah, the reason I include that is because um, it is an inclusive event. It's it's for women, travelers and writers and adventurers to come together. Um, but I didn't quite feel like they did the best job as far as accessibility, as far as equality with disability. Now that's just how it goes. Um, but if I'm fighting for you know rights for women, I'm I'm going to fight for this this too. Um, so I feel like I at least needed to say something. Um, yeah, it's still good I, to go, go out and be aware what isn't as accessible as it could be. And see, and I have a, I have the contact with the lady who runs those now, and I'm thinking I should maybe write her a message and just discuss it with her because I don't want to be sounding accusatory. This is the problem we keep running up against, right? We don't want to. Yeah, a lot of it is just people aren't aware; they don't think of these things, anybody, and and instead of coming up across a certain way, it's better to be, have an open. Um, friendly discussion about this stuff and and just explain that things can be made more accessible. Um, you also went to the Toronto Social Media Week back in November, last month. Same thing, you know. It's just, it's not that about, but I, at least I contacted them and they, um, so this is another debate we have about whether we should have a guide be able to come in for free because they have slides, all these present presenters, and some of them talk, talk you through it, but some don't. So I had, um, I met a nice woman um, and she went in there with me and 
you know, read off the slides for me and stuff in the audience. So that was nice. Um, so I'm the one going to these conferences, Brian, not so much. Right. Except for the CFB one. So, yeah. So you also went to the AEBC conference in Ottawa, which is the Alliance for the Equality of Blind Canadians. Just another organization to try mm-hmm. to keep track of here. Um, so you went to that as well. And that was interesting too. Um, you know, besides the fact I got to go check out Ottawa with a friend, that was nice. But also um, just checking out, I was welcomed very, very loving, lovingly, very nicely into, um, yes, they were very nice, into the, you know, the conference in another organization, which I don't know much about. So I got to learn, you know, what issues they um, are passionate about, which ones they fight for and how, it's just interesting watching the Canadian Federation of the Blind or the AEBC, whichever, you know, they all have a secretary, they all have a president, you know, they all have to have these elections. And um, so I was watching them do their elections and, you know, they were very welcoming. So I appreciate that. I'm, you know, I met a few nice people at my table and had a good time. Yeah, that's definitely another organization we want to look into a bit more on some future shows because it is, mm-hmm. like for me too, it's one I don't know a ton about. I did actually get a scholarship through the AEBC when I went to uh, Fanshawe College for Music Industry Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was amazing, and yeah, that, that, that they they exist. Um, so the one the one conference that we did both go to, as Carrie previously mentioned, was the Canadian Federation of the Blind convention back in May, and that, like any of the previous conventions we've been to, was amazing. Um, bigger and better this year than the one from last year, I would say. Because I was on the committee. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, that's true. So I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning about committees and uh, <laughs> all over the place here. But um, yeah, it was a good turnout, and our theme was employment empowerment because, you know, a lot of blind people do struggle to find employment, and it can, you know, offer a sense of purpose, and um, you know, like you can contribute. Um, so. We wanted to give people some some motivation and some inspiration on on those sort of sort of things. And it it worked out well. Just kind of ties into this year. Me looking back is, I actually this year had my first. I've had some. I've been paid a little bit before playing on the on the in some bands and stuff like that in music. But this was my actual official pay, first paycheck where I had a a previous or a, not previous. I had a a very short stint working here in London at the Grand Theatre for a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I was just hired on as an alternate caller, so I wasn't, I didn't end up working the season. It was more, I, I was there for the training, and then if they had needed someone else during the season, if someone had dropped out, I would have been called in. And unfortunately, I wasn't, but it was an amazing experience. It actually happened right before this convention in May. It was the end of April, where I worked there for a couple of weeks, and it just, it just felt so good to have this ske- set schedule to go out a few days a week and, you know, get get paid for your time and rec- and recognized for your work and feel like you were you were doing something in the in the community for work and yeah it was my first ever job so that's just one one thing about this year that I'm very thankful for and yeah that yeah. one's worth mentioning also um in june um as far as advocacy goes um the ACA was passed um federally so you obviously here in ontario we have AODA um, you know, each province, the one out BC and out, I think Nova Scotia and maybe it's a Manitoba or Saskatchewan, they're working on their own provincial, um, um, what's the word, Brian? <laughs> Legislation. But anyway, ACA, Accessible Canada Act, that is federal and, uh, it was passed in, uh, I think it was June 21st. Um, so that's important. A lot of people feel it, it doesn't go far enough, um, but it's a start. So thought we should mention that 
Absolutely. So again, we don't know much. You know, most people don't read through those things and even know what it's all about. And it's all—it's always a work but, in progress. These th- these the accessibility or accessible Canada Act gets passed, but then it's still being—it's like with AOD tweaked and what's being enforced and how yeah and, how much is it actually being enforced and talked yeah. about. But at least it shows some progress that it's yeah. been. Carla Qualtrough's been on been on right right on that. So. Yep, she was started there in fifteen, I think, and then she carried on. Yeah, it takes a while to get these things put through. Um, Steve, Steve, just a comment. I don't know if you hear on the air. You sound a little far from the mic. Yeah, are you at the mic? I am now. Proper mic technique. There you go. Hmm. Well, I was sitting. I know you're. I know you're chilling out. It's we're we've done a lot of talking here, but just just uh, trying to bring my audio skills to use here and noticing that you're. Um, well, whenever I lean forward, I don't notice any difference. I'm not sure I've improved at all this year on air with as far, I mean, you can tell from listening to like our first episode that I'm more comfortable, but as far as certain phrases I repeat, uh, you know, that's something I work on and I, it's hard to know when I'm on the air. Yeah. We, we tend to say, you know, a lot. And I think you just said it in that sentence. <sighs> um, it's it, again, it's one of those things. And I, le- I learned that from starting my music show, which I've, I celebrated my hundredth episode of that this year which was an accomplishment for me. Started that back in July of 2017. And I noticed that too. I listened back to my shows and realized I'm saying um or uh or, you know, what, whatever. I just said, you know, again, right now. So it's one of those radio so contests. Can you talk for 30 seconds without saying um? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, like those games we used to play or something yep. at camp or oh, whatever. Oh, yes. So I, I did one of those. We work on that, but that's... Uh, yeah, that's, that's just part of the, the process. So yeah, we're over 50 episodes. I believe this is episode 53 today. So... We we keep we keep at it and we keep improving and practice is always important. You can always there's always room for improvement with all of this stuff. So, but we are a talk show. There's no I mean other than clips here and there we play. There's no music you know songs. Yeah, and sets so it's a bit different up. when you're filling so much space with talking mm-hmm. to 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 have a great flow and not repeat certain phrases over and over. Speaking of talking, we've had some great guests this year. If you wanna, yeah. So let's go through. We have. We have quite a list of guests. It's crazy when you look back at this. And so we we started out with that would be Vicky. Vicky was first, I think, and back in February. We had a friend visiting from PEI, uh, and that's a very interesting episode too. Um, you know, he's in the process of losing his sight, so he's in a quite a different place than say Brian is, who's you know. I was I was born blind, so for me, vision, it's been stable vision. my entire life. Whereas Vicky lost his is still losing his sight, but yeah. is. As a young young guy who you know has yeah around the age of thirty, it's it's a it's, tough transition. That's why when employment you're, is a big issue for a lot of people, whether no matter what stage of life you're in, but specifically. Yeah, for, I mean, for us, for someone like me, I've grown up and have ha- I have the skills of braille and travel and and a lot of that stuff that I've worked on. Whereas mm-hmm. someone who's losing their sight, looking for employment, doesn't have those skills, which creates a whole new really scary difficulty. So. It's a great episode with him. We had our mom on for a Mother's Day special episode, and that was a huge hit. I think our biggest episode yet. I just checked on our SoundCloud today. We've had 91 <laughs> plays from that of that one. Brian's all about the stats. Well, not all about the stats, but I do like math and It helps numbers. to go by those sort of things. Yeah, to get an idea of what episode really did well. So that one was a was a huge hit. Yeah, I think people were just interested in how how she talked about, you know, finding out her children were blind and how she was going to give them the best possible life she could. And um, so that's that's where we learned, that's where I learned my advocacy skills. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a good one. And um, I think we had two guests, episode one there. Yeah, we had two guests from a show out in Alberta called Bumping Into Walls. It's hosted by some blind people out there. 
and we had the uh, two co-hosts of that show, Jesse and Anthony. Mm-hmm. That was our, that was our was first and only ever phone in interview, mm-hmm. which was very last minute. It kind of fell together the last night, but it's still it's overall. I think it still turned out quite well. It'd be nice to do more of those in the in the future. Yeah, I, I'm getting a list going for 2020 of people who probably can't be here in studio. Um, a few people I'm just going to wait and see if they can make it into studio because it is nice if you can be. But oh, yeah. but anyway. Um, we had we your had violin oh, yeah. teacher, Gianna, who is no longer your violin teacher. Yeah, so mid-year here, she left um, to go teacher's college in, at Queen's, um, which is too far for lessons. So, yeah, that was the end oh, of that. Oh, going to drive all the way there. But that. I wanted to talk to her at least and find out, you know, what well, yeah, she, she had. I had pointed out that she was our first and, well, I guess our mom as well. Yeah, they but were together. They, yeah, they, came, they were around the same Close. time of year, April and May. But she was our first sighted guest whereas we you know we we like to have guests who are blind on the show because of our theme and stuff but it's also nice to have a, a sighted perspective for someone who's in this case taught Carrie how to play violin and that's a whole technique in itself well so. the point is to get we're trying to get outlooks of so many different people here anybody who who can contribute to the conversation about disability um, in any real way and so we like to include everybody we can in that so that was great uh, who next you got the list there yeah, so... Oh, we can't forget... Well... Is our niece and nephew next? Yep. Yeah, so... So, um, we, the, Vicky, who we mentioned earlier, um, we actually met at the convention in Orlando back in 2018, which doesn't relate to this year, but he was on the show this year, so I wanted to mention that. And um, we had... I met uh, someone at this year's convention named Charmaine, and she was on our episode as well as a guest. We didn't do a full-out interview or anything, but she was here kinda just like chilling. Steve, and Yeah, yeah kind of like Steve today, but we had a... She she really got more comfortable than the second half, and then when we ended, she was saying, "We could have just oh, we, can't we just keep going?" Because I think it was a holiday or something that day as well, or mm-hmm. we there was no show after us. Um, but uh, she is also blind, and yeah, it was great great having her on the show. And I'm actually going out to Victoria, BC, to visit her uh, in January. So might be a bit of dis- looking forward to that. And yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a break, but we plan to do at least one pre-record that you will hear during those weeks when I'm away and some more repeats and we have as you can hear from all these guests we have a lot to pick from for mm-hmm. re- repeats um, so yeah we had we had our niece and nephew on the show that was fun Max and Sophia that was a really interesting interview one of our sillier shows well besides yeah, the one with they are eight and six well, nine and six now. Yeah, um, well, so where that time go? It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's and crazy. We just like like we said, we asked that question. What about having a blind aunt and uncle? And they're like, well, I don't know. Yeah, they don't really think about it because it's the way it's always been. And yeah, yeah cool. it's not really. Let's go and play Uno. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, that was a fun show. And then we had oh, Pam Hosen, Pam, yeah, who uh, is no longer. Uh, she did a funny commercial where she called us ding dongs, or she called people at the station it's like ding dongs. Sign off, I think. Yeah, like we're all ding dongs. But yeah, pa- Pamela Hazen was is amazing. She um, yeah, we miss Pam. She was the program director here. Um, she's recently moved out west, but uh, yeah, she she was great, and it was just nice to talk to her because she's the one who had heard our podcast catch up on pancakes originally and mm-hmm. approached me and said, "Would you be interested in having that on the air?" And then that. Transformed morphed, into Outlook. Into this. Mm-hmm. So it was her that it was the brainchild behind that. It's like we wouldn't have met Vicky and Charmaine and a lot of people if it weren't for our friend Eric who got us involved in the CFB. Um, right. And yeah, with, without Pam getting O'Brien coming here to do his music show and things. On and, Fridays. Yep, yeah, asking yeah. us. That's great. So, so that was fun too. And then we had a couple more guests that were 
um, very had very big busy shows. Those yeah, were a couple hour long shows. They don't do that often. No, but it is nice occasionally when you have a guest and there's a lot to talk about. One of them being Emily Trepanier, who is a Looking We've into going to the Par- Paralympics, yes, yes. Um, is very into skiing and snowboarding, snowboarding and sports, which is very interesting because we don't know. No, I don't know anything. I don't about really know I've much about it. I've never been skiing. I thought I'd like to try it. And I've never done skiing before. No. Wow, I've done that. I've done skating, <laughs> snowshoeing. We've done skating. Yep, skating um, was fun. But yeah, Emily was telling us all about you know the training that goes into that and Oops. so much hard work and. So we'll have her on again when she gets closer to her goal there, maybe. But uh. yeah, it's Team Starfish. You can look her up on Facebook mm-hmm. or any. I think all the social. Starfish. Yeah, all the social media. I think that's referring to her falling into the snow and into a star, star shape, shape in the yeah. snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I guess yeah, we we also had Roger, who I I'm assuming that was our last guest of the year. Yeah, and we met him through the CFB too. Technically, we've. Yeah, we we're connected with him. He's in London, and he does a show here, at Splendors of the Catholic Church, every uh, Monday evening. And yeah, he's been around a long time, but we really just connected with him recently through getting involved with the Canadian Federation of the Blind. So his show is just amazing. There's so much disgust on there; I can't even begin to <laughs> sum it up. But just just look it up. Just about living your life. Yeah. Not letting things hold you back. Yeah, exactly. So that's the way it should be, people. Just saying. It's true, especially with the new year coming up yes. here. Mm-hmm. Live it. Is all about. Going for it. Sometimes. So if us blind poop, if we want to go, you know, drive a forklift, do it. If you want to drive a car of any kind, go ahead. That's what I want to do. That's what Steve would do. I'd love well, to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's, our, our show is all about equal opportunity and not holding back and that we can generally do most things that anyone else can do through certain accommodations and education. Things can be done. Obviously, there's certain things. When I was a little kid, I, I used to say I wanted to be a bus driver. <laughs> um, that didn't happen. But uh, Really, I don't think I ever remember you saying that. This is like something I'd want to sit, do. But yeah, I guess sure I, I don't really do. remember saying it, but people have told me I did. So. That's funny. But back to Outlook. We're, yeah, we're, last to our, we're down to our last couple minutes here. So We had some media attention this year. That was nice. Yeah, we, yes. we have a couple minutes left, so I don't know if we want to just quick list the media. Yeah. So yeah, first this um, so the CBC came here and we did an interview and morning. so that was on, so on their well it was on their website an interview on the CBC yeah. website and, it was on the air too. and then we were on um, CBC Morning in London yeah here. after doing after them coming in here and uh, filming us doing the show and doing a story on it they asked if we'd be interested in being on their radio show in the morning here in London, which was nice because it gave our show a bit more promotion. Locally, yeah. Locally, people that are driving to work in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, it's an earlier time slot at 8 a.m. So that was great. Uh, we had CBC or CTV. CTV. So that was a news spot on the 6 o'clock news. So that was cool. And we had AMI Audio this week. Yeah, so that's... Did a show, a program... Uh, yeah, they did a segment on us. So they interviewed us. They, they did stuff here at the studio and then they also... Um, came to your apartment and talked to us. So that's Accessible Media Incorporated. It's a channel um, that most some people may have not have heard of, but uh, it's a good resource out there. So that was fun. It's on all. And then we did our, we celebrated our one year anniversary show, which we actually had filmed and put on on the YouTube, on the West, Radio Western YouTube channel. Yeah, you can find that on the Radio Western YouTube. If you want to see visually how Yeah, just see us in action. Because it, it is different when you when you see, like for me, I've, I've memorized this board knowing which channel's which, and we have our Braille displays here, which I just used right now to... Check the time. Check the time, keep up to make sure that we're not running over, and... And are we? Play yeah. our music. So, yeah, it's, if we are wrapping up, it's 1128. Promo time. 
No time to talk about what we got in store for 2020. <laughs> I'm not, not even 2019. in the right year. Well, if you if you base, based off of everything you just heard, hmm. expect a lot of programming in 2020 because I didn't expect that there would be so much that did happen this year after I'm looking at this as a, as a summary of everything that did happen. So, so I guess it's good we're doing this. Yeah, I think we have a lot to look forward to. Steve, thanks for coming on. I'm sorry you didn't have a ton, oh, ton of time, plenty. but he... He says As, a according lot. According to Carrie, I said plenty. <laughs> That's all you want me to do is say plenty. Let's just go I have lunch. Yes. Let's just put some food in front of him and get him to stop talking for a while. We will be back. Is this in what our friendship's all about now? We'll be back in 2020. Maybe yeah, Steve we'll will too. we back in the 20s. We've known Steve since the 80s. <laughs> Shows you how old we are. We're going back in time. Anyway. All right. <laughs> See you next year. Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.